So, Nissan Altima. Yes. All-wheel drive. All-wheel drive. I mean, ground clearance is like this high, but all-wheel drive. It's the Nissan Legacy. It's really close to it. Also the Nissan Camry. Yeah. And then the Nissan Accord and some other things. Yeah. It's all-wheel drive sedan from Japan. Right, and depending on what you compare it to, I mean, really, because it's all-wheel drive, you're really talking about the Legacy being its only true peer for the people who want that all-wheel drive system. Yeah. And in that regard, I actually think that at least 2019 or 2019 model, this is so much better than the Legacy. With that said, there is a new Legacy coming out, like, now. Yes. And we haven't had a chance to compare it yet, so I'll withhold judgment there. Our, our journalist friends are testing it this week in California. Yeah. And I'm, I would imagine they'll say it's good. I bet they will. Yeah. Um, but for now. For now, this is so yeah, much better. The, the Ultima. And it's, uh, it looks pretty good. It's like the baby Maxima. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can dig that. And uh, it has pro pilot assist, I think is what they call it. Which is so much better than anything you're going to get on the piers of this car, to be honest. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to turn it on because we're coming up here on some traffic. And let's see what happens. So, uh... Is life insurance you paid up? Oh, yeah. We're all, all right. good. We're all good. <laughs> that guy gets out of the way, so that's going to confuse it. And then, uh... So, see? No. This is... This is going to be a traffic-y day. I heard. He had the AM radio on. This car comes with an AM radio. Well, to be I fair, didn't they, know they, they still they existed. They all come with AM radio, but the type of person who would drive this car is maybe the type of person who would listen to AM news radio. WBZ, Traffic on the Threes. I, I don't know who that In person is. In five minutes, be. we can listen to Traffic on the Threes. <laughs> um, yeah, so so ProPilot, resume, follow vehicle ahead. Okay. So when it comes to a stop for too long, as with most of the systems. Yeah, three seconds usually. Uh, yeah. Um, some of them, like the Mercedes one. It's mm. longer. Yeah. Um, that Mercedes, the Mercedes one is so good. We'll oh, have to get one of their cars and, and go drive it. I had one last week. Fantastic. Why didn't you film a video on it? Because you had the cameras. Oh, that's right. Sorry, <laughs> I was in North Carolina. Um, yeah, so so ProPilot is uh, Nissan's... I don't want to call it Nissan's version of like Tesla Autopilot, but that's basically what it is. Um, Tesla's Autopilot, the Mercedes Intelligent Drive, uh, Nissan ProPilot. Uh, there, there are a couple others, but um, those are sort of the... Uh, Cadillac has Super Cruise, which is a little different, but... Yeah. Um, Super Cruise is a lot of different. Yeah, Super Cruise is different. But this, uh, it takes uh, adaptive cruise control, yeah. which is good. Um, and then it combines it with a very advanced lane keep, lane centering thing, where it's not just, oh, I'm going to steer you sort of in the right direction. Um, it is, for many things, uh, an actual hands-off for a little while. All right, and you can Driver get, assist. And you can get this in most of the Nissan's brand new cars. Like the Rogue has yes. it. Yep. Rogue, uh, I think the Maxima's got it now. It's in a bunch of them. Um, if you're going to buy a Nissan, it's a big selling point for them, especially if you're going to commute. But if you can leave your hand off for too long, it, it, gets beeps, it beeps at you. So what it'll do um, is if your hand's off for too long, it just wants a little bit of a little bit of a movement and then it's happy. Yeah. Um, is it'll put up a little red warning thing and actually a quite bright red light, yeah. which is what really gets your attention. Because the ironic thing is, with this, you're supposed to be watching the road. Yeah. You're not supposed to be looking down at the dash to see a warning light. Yeah. So, um, I ended up setting... You're what, also what supposed to have your hands on the wheel. 
Yeah, so you should always have your At hands on the wheel. At least with this version. So there is a new version coming out in Japan only to start due to a lack of mapping data in the United States. Uh, very soon they're going to be releasing this. We'll see how long it takes to get to the U.S. Yeah, the, the, this version of ProPilot was in Japan, I think in um, one of the Nissan's minivans was the okay. first one to have it. Um, and then it came here after two years or so. Um, playing with it in Japan, so uh, it'll be here. But this one is very good, um, and you can hands off. It's about ten seconds, yeah. But I think that is uh, adjusted based on your speed. It's adjusted based on your speed and the straightness of the road. Usually, with most of these systems. Yeah. So sitting here in traffic, here I will. I will. Well, once we get moving a, again, we'll we'll test it. It's we'll about see how, how much long. feel. So most of these things work on resistance in the wheel. And if you're going slowly and you're in a straight line like this, it doesn't expect much feedback because why would you? Yeah, because basically you're just going at, you know, eight miles an hour. Um, and there's a, there's a vehicle in front, so it can follow that because it knows that. And so now it's warned me, and then, then we'll let it go. All right, so we'll, we'll hit it, and then I'll let go, and we'll see how long it takes before it complains at me um, that, uh, that I haven't touched the wheel. It should be about 10 seconds. Um, but... Basically, so you're driving along, and in this sort of traffic, you don't have to have your hand on the wheel 100% of the time. It'll keep you in between the lanes. Yeah, so that's 15 seconds, Okay. which is, uh, which is spot it's on. It's great, so you can have a beer in one hand. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, so 15 <laughs> seconds, I believe, is um, because Europe has better uh, or more, not better, more um, comprehensive regulation of sort of these emerging autonomous yes. technologies, and their timer is uh, 15 seconds. Um, you have to you have to get people to touch the wheel every 15 seconds. Um, the Mercedes uh, folks in the system you were talking about, Intelligent Drive, okay. um, they're confident in their system up to 30 seconds, but in the EU they'll bring it down to 15, but in the US uh, it's about 30 is usually what they'll require. Um, interesting thing about the Mercedes one versus this. So uh, Tesla and this both want you to give a little bit of steering input, right. just, just a touch. Um, to confirm that you're there. The Mercedes one has these touch-sensitive pads on the wheel, mm. and you can just touch the pad. It's like an iPhone I'm here. screen. I'm awake. And so you just tap that, and you say, oh, I'm here, and, and then it's happy. Um, so when it pops up that little warning like this, so I have to actually turn Get the feedback. wheel slightly, yeah. just just enough. Um, and you can actually move it a little bit before it starts to resist yeah, you and saying, also, why are you steering? You can also stick a bottle of water in there. No, they figured that out. Oh, did they? Yeah, you can't, oh. you can't do that anymore. They've got that, that part figured out. Um, yeah, I know the Tesla one, you could, uh, if you duct taped an orange <laughs> to it or so, that might have been the Mercedes one. Um, or uh, some entrepreneur, entrepreneurial folks uh, put a cup holder on it and gripped it to it and then put their beer in the cup holder. Yeah, right. And then it would do it. So they, they've mostly uh, solved that if you have too steady of a weight or a torque, yeah. as they would say, on the wheel, uh, it won't do it. Um, so this is uh, serious, serious traffic, and it's, yeah. I don't have to adjust the speed. It comes to a full stop. I do wish it would resume, but I understand why they don't, because there's a lot of liability when the car comes to a stop. Yes. To resume, because if there's I can't think of really a police man, officer in front. It's they, it's uncommon for them to resume with at least a touch of the gas. Yeah, uh, most of them will. They'll some of them will hold it for a little bit longer, um, and then resume again. This one. Uh, yeah, so it's about three, three to five seconds maybe. Um, but then all you do is hit the resume button and it sets off again. So that's fine. Um, but I think as far as commuting goes, this is like serious killer app territory. Oh, that's that's have to have in a commuter car for me. Let's be honest. The point of this vehicle is to take stress out of your life, right? I want it to be fuel efficient, comfortable, 
and just take the stress out of driving. Yeah, which, uh, so what do we got for, for fuel? I think it's actually pretty good. It is quite good, actually. 30 combined, 26 city, 36 highway, 30 combined. That's a fine number. Yeah, so this is honest. saying average fuel economy of this car, uh, 31.8. And you don't get there without having those ugly-ass wheels on the outside. I understand why they're there, but my God, I hate you, those you things. Don't, you don't like the wheels. Oh, not even a little there bit. There are other options. You don't have to have those. Um, it's the low resistance wheel, though. You want to cover them up so the air doesn't get through. Just it's yeah, it's fine. Um, so uh, let's actually jump through the window sticker here a little bit because there are a lot of acronyms. You want? <laughs> I love the acronyms. Okay, and some of them are actually pretty common entry terms. But let's go nuts. Um, latch, lower anchors and tethers for children. That's yeah, the... we don't need that acronym. You don't want that acronym? No, I don't care about that. Okay, that's 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 required. DOHC engine. Direct okay, dual. The dual overhead cam. Yes. CVT transmission. Uh, it's not great, but it's fine. I don't care. Continuous variable transmission. Yes. It has AEB. Automatic emergency braking. ICFW. Uh, intelligent forward collision warning. Oh, okay. So it's it's it warns you that you're going to hit something intelligently. Yeah. RAB. Uh, something braking. Rear automatic braking. Oh, so if you're going to back up into something. Yeah. It'll, okay, that's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah. BSW. Blind spot warning. Yes. RCTA. Rear cross traffic alert. LDW. Lane departure warning. ILI. Uh, intelligent light something? Lane intervention. Lane intervention. Oh, so, so not only will it warn you when you are lane departuring. Yes. It will intervene. Yes. Intelligently when you. It'll ping pong you back in. Yeah, okay. HBA. Uh, something brake assist? High beam assist. High beam assist. Oh, yeah. Automatic high beams. IDA. Uh, I don't know. I no idea. Intelligent driver alertness. Don't fall asleep. Oh, yeah. So it'll tell you if you're ping-ponging and... Yeah. Yeah. VDC. Uh, vehicle dynamic control? Yes. Stability control. Yeah. Yes. Stability control. Mandated by law. Yes. Um, v, uh, TCS. Traction control system. Yes. Also T mandated by law. Yes. TPMS. Tire pressure monitoring system. Also mandated by law. I know a lot of these. It's a little scary. Yeah. VSS. Vehicle stability system? Security, Security system. Security system. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. ICC. Intelligent cruise control. We're doing things all right. Things are intelligent. It, it thinks. Yeah. It, USB. Uh, yeah, <laughs> universal service bus. Um, I, I should say that I have not actually read the window sticker to know what all these are. So I'm yeah. just getting them off the top of my head, which I think is pretty OTA good. updating for the ADAD. Uh, over the air updating updates for, for the advanced dad. drive assist display. What? It is OTA over the air updates for the advanced drive assist display. That That's that. Infotainment. Yeah. It can update itself. Yeah. But okay. it's an acronym now. Okay. TSR. Oh, no idea. Traffic sign recognition. Oh, yes. It does do that. It has the speed limit up there at the top middle of the... Uh, of the image, which I really like. That's a good. That is a good feature because yeah. um, until you you don't realize how useful a feature that is until you have it. We have it. It's fantastic. Have it in the Volvo. Volvo. It's I have fantastic. it in my Volvo. It's uh, intelligent. Oh, shit, I already gave it away. Oh no. Well, I need the I A H. Intelligent automatic something. Headlights. Headlights. What? Yep. So not only does it have high beam assist, but it has intelligent automatic headlights. Yeah. So you put it in auto, and then it will turn the headlights on and the high beams on if you need them. LED. DTRL. Daytime running lights? Light emitting diode. <laughs> Daytime oh. running lights, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, 
that might be the last of the acronyms. I'll have to find some more somewhere else. But yeah, I mean, EPA. That's a, EPA can't yeah. can't forget yeah, EPA. Yeah, no, um, yeah. So it's got all the it's got all the things. Um, and the, the ProPilot Assist, which is good. Yeah. Um, and this is the SL version. So this is the top tier. Um, and I can't remember what the trim levels are, but I know SL is at the top. Yeah. Um, and so this has basically got all the options. There's basically no option boxes checked on that, right? It's just a... The only options... Here's the SL, and that's um, it. Mats and paint. Or mats and paint. All right. It's red. What color red is it? Is there a good name for the red? Yeah, premium paint red. That's not a good name. Does it say right there? Uh, no, it didn't. Alpine no? Fox Red or something? Uh, no? Heavy Traffic Red? Um, it's red. I, right. This does not give me a great name for the paint. Come on, I'm really Nissan. deeply sorry. Uh, maybe it's on a different sticker if we got a real sticker, yeah, but fine. there's no... No, that's... No, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, Premium red. Paint. Uh, premium Paint. Yeah, so uh, you get Premium Paint. I don't care about that. Um, but you do have the Pro Pilot, which is the, the yeah. coolest part about it. This system uh, in the infotainment uh, is pretty good, yeah. sort of. Um, you, can, so, you can touch... That. And it shows you things. Yeah. Um, it's not the fastest to respond. Yeah. You get Sirius XM fuel prices and stocks. That's important. So, all in, what do we think we stick her at? Well, I know the answer. 33K. $33,000. Uh, just under, I think. 30 yeah. something. Yeah, yeah I mean, 30, with destination 32,930. It's 33K. Yeah. Um, and I bet, given that it's a sedan, you can negotiate down pretty good. I bet that. you can negotiate off on this too because at first reaction when I saw that sticker, I had to sit there and I'm like, I can't decide if that's a lot or a little for this car. Because if this were an SUV with all of that, this would be 40. Uh, which you can get. It's called the Rogue. Yeah. And it's very good. Um, I don't think it's actually that much. The The price gap between sedans and the comparable crossovers has been narrowing, um, which is part of the reason why people are buying crossovers. Because it used to be that, oh, you get the yeah. sedan because you save a lot of money. Um, for similar sort of uh, engines and things like that. Yeah. And and these days, there's really not much of a penalty for going the crossover route. Um, yeah, I mean, this yeah. is the, this is their sort of mid-size-ish sedan. And, uh, yeah, I think 33 is a fair price. Yeah. Um, for, for all of the options, 33. Yes, I mean, this has got leather, and it's got the sunroof, and it's got things like that. The engine is not the best, but it's fine for, for what this car is. Yeah. It's it's more than adequate. It's like a 2.5 liter uh, four-cylinder. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's, it's, a, it's a commute vehicle. It's not a dynamic driving machine. Yes. Um, it's not. Uh, but we do have uh, some nice things. So this, the, the infotainment is, is not the best. Um, but it has CarPlay and Android Auto. So you plug those in. And, Everyone has and that. And you're fine. Yeah. Um, and it, the screen's nice. It's good size. All that. You get a volume knob up here. Um, I do like this button which swaps you between nighttime mode, which then you can't see it, and daytime mode, yeah. um, which is kind of cool because the uh, light sensor that puts you into daytime or nighttime setup um, is very sensitive. Oh, yeah. And so if it gets a little bit dark, it'll put the whole thing in nighttime mode, and this becomes really hard to see, so you just slap that button. Yeah. It'd be better if it was just smarter, but it's nice that they put that right there. I think they knew that that was a problem. I'm sure they did. Um, they tested. Yeah, so they knew all that. It's got a backup camera. It's okay. Um, it's fine. Uh, down here, you got buttons for heated seats. No ventilation. Right. No ventilated seats. No, not at this price point. Um, heated steering wheel, which yeah. is nice. Uh, big knobs for the temperature. Small miracles. Which we like. Yes. Um, and uh, the screen's very easy to read, and you can know what's going on. I did auto The setting. controls are great, actually, in this car. Yeah. Because you have the knobs for your infotainment, and they're separated from the knobs for your climate control. Yep. 
I, I think they're, it's not, they're not combining them into the same screen. I don't know why everybody doesn't need to do this. Yes. Because sometimes you just want to look and see what's the temperature and go from Two there. thumbs up on the center stack. Yeah. Um, pushing down, you have a USB-C plug and a USB-A and an aux in and yeah. a 12 volt. Um, it's a little annoying that they're sort of above this bin because there's not a ton of storage yeah. in this car. Um, it is a sedan. That's one of the things you get. And it's you get also all wheel drive. You got to get that. Yeah, you got this tunnel here, yeah. which is pretty big. You got two cup holders. There's no great place to put your phone. Um, I could put my sunglasses up here instead of down there. That would help. Yeah. You got a bin. That bin's not as deep as you would think. It's a sedan. Yeah. Um, you do got you got door pockets, which are okay, and there is a little cup holder um, in the front of the door pocket. You probably fit a water bottle. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Um, over here on my side, uh, on the left side, you've got big buttons. Uh, one uh, turns on the steering or the pilot um, auto steer things, steering wheel over there. Trunk release. You don't want to let out the, uh, and the hooker in the trunk. You got to get the, the button. Dude, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> buttons for the uh, to turn the brightness up and down, um, and then a trip odometer reset is down here on the left for whatever reason. Um, up here though on this screen, so you got speedometer uh, and tack physical ones for both, yeah. um, and then you get this big multifunction display in the middle, which shows a lot of information. Um, it, it's that seems like an excessive amount of, of info. Um, I don't think there is such thing as an ex excessive amount of info. I know. I do think the compass is really interesting how they put it on there. Yeah, so you, you got a couple of different modes you can scroll through. Um, there's the home screen, which gives you the digital speed and the compass. Uh, and then you can scroll through and do just the speed and your average speed, because you need to see that. Or you can just get rid of it entirely mm -hmm. if you decide you do have too much information. But I kind of like the compass. We're going southeast, by the way. Yeah. Didn't um, yeah, you got a clock uh, at the top. You have the uh, the speed limit sign, yep. which is whatever the feature was. Um, roadside road sign. road sign identification. Yeah, I, I've already forgotten the acronym. <laughs> the, the Nissan marketing people worked so hard on. Yeah. Uh, outside temperature, very important. important very important. Uh, and then the current status of the drive pilot system. It shows yeah. green when the steering wheel knows what it's doing. Uh, and then you got the speed setting, and then it'll tell you whether there is a car, a follow car, or, or not. Right. A car that it can follow. Makes a big difference. Um, at the bottom, it'll tell you what your music source is. So we've got Apple CarPlay, and then it tells you the current song that's playing. Uh, odometer, and then miles to empty. So this does have the threesome. Outside temperature, digital speed, miles to right. empty. I, I think it's a great display. Yeah, I, it's a I, good display. And then you can scroll through, right? Yeah. So you got um, fuel, real-time fuel economy. I don't know why you need that. Um, and then average fuel economy, which is kind of neat to have. Uh, you can make the speed limit sign big, and then it shows it twice. So you really it's have really, no excuse yeah. <laughs> to know the speed limit is 55. Um, a larger compass, and then it shows you what highway you're on. And Okay. Yeah. Um, a, a large thing that shows you what's playing, so you get the, the artist and the song and the thing, if you want that. Um, and then a, a dedicated screen for the Pro Pilot Assist, um, where it'll show you... Yeah. how close you are to the car in front of you, what the status is. So if you wanted that really big, so you can yeah. see what's going on. Um, and then there's a, a settings menu that you can change all the all the settings. So uh, that's that's pretty good. I'm actually pretty happy with this. The numbers are really legible. Um, and it seems like a, a good use of space. I do think it's a little busy, but it's fine. You know, you say that it's busy, but if it didn't have those things, you would be bemoaning. It doesn't have my three yeah, things. I might complain about some of them. That's true. <laughs> So, okay, fine. So it's great. I like it. Um, as a real shifter, 
Oh, PR small N- PRNDL. Yeah. Um, Doesn't oh, like when, when you, when you put that. it in neutral, it takes you out of ProPilot Assist. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, there's an auto hold button, but you have to turn it on every time. Yeah, that's a nice feature to have that just stays on, really. It's like, why isn't it just always on? Yeah. Um, and then up here, you got a couple things. You got, uh, you know, lights and the SOS button. I guess. I don't know. It's a, it's a sedan. It is. No one buys sedans anymore, so go buy a sedan. Yeah, you can get a really good price on them. Um, yeah. Whether it's this or the Camry or the Honda. I like sedans. Um, They're a little bit, you know, I, I think they're more comfortable to commute in, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that because you have a dedicated trunk, there's a sound barrier in there. They're quieter. Yeah, and you don't get sort of the, the echo of having being in a big empty room. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, you go by, there's an Infiniti FX35, which is sort of the luxury version of this in a crossover form. Yeah. That's the, you know, the Infiniti Rogue, kind of. Um, and you don't have that much of a penalty for, for buying a crossover. No, you don't. So I would buy the Rogue. I wouldn't buy this. Because they're basically the same. They are. But, you know, get a sedan. Um, but yeah, I think the I think the name of the game here is the is the ProPilot is is pretty good, and so yeah. I can steer away from it, right? And then it'll just sort of take over and ping guide pong, us back. Know, yeah. No, this isn't ping pong. Uh, it, I know, it just brings you right back it's to the center. Yeah. yeah, it's it's lane centering, so it says you know, oh okay, and it's like actively trying to steer back. It doesn't take much to turn it, but no, it does want these, to to be like, no, you want to be over here. You don't want to be over there. It'll be right here in the middle. Um, and so it's got a combo of uh, the mirror, the cameras that are up here. Um, and then there's the radar in front. It's actually behind the Nissan logo. If you look at the Nissan logo, it looks like this flat plastic thing, but yeah. that's where the radar is. And it does warn you when it's unhappy. It does warn you. So it flashes for a little bit, um, and then the lights will beep. Or the, the lights will beep? Then it beeps at you. So you get lights and beeping, um, yeah. and then if you leave it alone for too long, it will just disengage. Um, I think. I might have to test that. I... Uh, because the Mercedes I've seen, system I've is seen different. some of the test videos for the Nissan systems in other cars, and it'll actually get angry and bring the car to a stop. Ah, so it will. It'll keep you in the lane. So that's sort of the, 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 the feature that happens when you uh, advance to, to a system like this. Yeah. Rather than just a lane keep that it just turns itself well, off. Some of, the, some of the competing systems will just disengage and let you crash off and die. Yeah, um, which if you're having a, a, a legitimate medical emergency... Um, it's nice that it will just bring you to a stop. So the Mercedes one, I know, because I've done it, um, will, uh, if you if you ignore it, it'll start beeping at you. And if you keep ignoring it, and it takes a good 45 seconds mm-hmm. um, of it beeping and beeping and beeping, it'll turn off the radio, things like that. It'll turn on the hazards, and then it'll start breaking you. And then it'll start breaking you very hard. Yeah. And bring you to a stop right in the middle of whatever lane you're in with oh, the yeah. hazard on, which is, uh, so just disengaged the steering. Because we ran out of lane lines. Yes. Because we have a merge. Um, and uh, so it'll, it'll bring you to a stop, which is much better than just disengaging and careening you into so a guardrail. Oh, yeah. Which is the alternative. Greatly preferable. Yeah, and what currently happens. So this is like a serious thing because um, there are uh, a lot of people every year who have medical emergencies in their cars. Um, they're diabetic or have a heart attack or, or yeah. any number of things that could cause you to not be able to drive your car anymore while you're going along. Um, and so anything that's going to help with that, uh, I am a solid It's a safer fallback, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so I'm, I'm feeling pretty strong about that. All right. But other than that, uh, you know, Nissan Altima. 
mid-size sedan, $32,000, all-wheel drive. It's not going to go rally crossing, but uh, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Unoffensive, yeah. yeah. It's a fine middle-road choice. Want a sedan? Great. <laughs> Try not to be so enthusiastic about this here car. I, I mean, you said it, my, I, you said it yourself, right? Go buy a Rogue. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if you can get a good price... And if you, you can get a good commute, price, it's great. Three, three, three. Yeah, it's and you're not, you're right, and you're not going to get that 30 something miles a gallon Audi Rogue. No, yeah. you're not. So, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and uh, on that note, like, subscribe. subscribe, tap the bell. Yeah, notification. Notification bell. Uh, leave a comment. Tell us what you think about sedans. <laughs> and, and, and the coming SUV apocalypse. Uh, I think it's already here. Yeah, it's pretty much already yeah. here. Um, so, uh, on that note, Nissan Altima. Bye-bye. Bye.